0: Hey everybody, this is uh, Tim Davis and this is the Think Global Podcast where the world is our home, strangers become friends and friends become family. It's good to be back with you guys again. This is our November edition of Think Global. John, we are back. We are back. This Hi. is always fun. Right. I
1: say that every time and it's true.
0: Every time. Yes. And here from uh, Colorado, our trees are yellow and red. It's beautiful. It's an incredible time of the year. Um, Fall, which means, uh, John, winter is coming. It's just around the corner. Oh, my gosh. But I'm enjoying fall so far. I am.
1: wherever you are in the world, we hope that fall is as beautiful for you as it is here in Colorado. Maybe
0: the best fall we've had. In years, It it actually is. The weather's been perfect. No crazy snowstorm early this year. The leaves are still on the trees so that we could admire the beauty. It's been a fantastic fall. The weather's been great, but it is getting crisp outside so we know what's coming. Yeah, it is. All right, right, let's jump into the
1: podcast.
0: Let's do this. All right, so what are we talking about today, John? Well, I think this is going to be a fun episode, Tim, because
1: you just came back from your first international trip after... 19, 20 months or so of no international travel. We've had a couple of domestic trips here and there, but this was your first big international trip to visit uh, some people in some pretty cool places. So... What I thought would be fun to do and what we talked about was uh, let's go through some of the podcast episodes that we've had and and talk about how those principles that we've talked about applied yeah. on this trip. Yeah. So if you, rem- if you remember, if you're a longtime podcast listener and you've been with us this whole season, mm-hmm. we talked about four life principles that that you kind of live by and stand mm-hmm. by and, and have committed to and, and, and you use those in your everyday life. Right, and, right. And so, I want to go through those four principles, and then also the fifth thing that we talked about in another episode was when strangers become friends. And that's kind of the theme of this podcast, so we did an episode on um, what is that like when strangers become friends. So, we're going to talk about that from your trip
0: as well. So, I think that'll be a lot of fun. It will be. You know, it was, actually, it was amazing. It was surreal, actually, to jump on an international flight, to land in Istanbul, Turkey, and to be sitting there that evening after a long day of travel and to be there with people that we love after so many months of uh, just living in isolation. So yeah, right. it was surreal, but wow, what an incredible thing. Uh, real quick, you know, going to Istanbul, Turkey, Ankara, Turkey, and then flying to North Africa, hanging out in uh, two cities in Morocco, and then uh, over to Tunisia. And... Uh, I, I, words can't even express like what it was like to be back on the road, traveling like I love to travel, yeah. not in my office. <laughs> Boy, that was a great moment. Anyway, yeah. so let's talk about this. Yeah. So, okay. So the first thing we talked
1: about several episodes ago, uh, one of those life principles was not neglecting the small things. We talked about don't neglect the small things. And if you listen to the episode or you, or you did not kind of one of the, the examples we used was coach John Wooden, mm-hmm. famous basketball coach would always teach us players uh, to make sure they tied their shoes correctly. He would show them how to put on their socks and how to tie their shoes. And the idea was, um, if you don't tie your shoe correctly, it causes a blister and a blister causes you to miss a game, potentially the championship game right? In in, in basketball. And so that was sort of our example of what it means to not neglect the small things. But let's talk about an example or some examples from your trip. What yeah. did that look like? How did that principle play out
0: on this trip? Yeah. Well, you know, all along the way, small things matter, right? Like every every detail of like connections and uh, flights and details you have to take care of. But it came to play in, uh, in some of our uh, meetings that we had with university officials. Like, you know, meeting university presidents, uh signing contracts and uh memorandums of understanding, which is always exciting, right? And you dress up in your dark suit and your bright tie, and uh there's a lot of formality with it, which your suit looked good by the way. Oh, thank I you. Just oh, that. Uh it, the tailor in Istanbul did a fantastic job. Yeah uh, at I the last minute. You don't just always
1: tailor a suit. I think people should know like you've been exercising a lot, yeah, you, you've slimmed down a little bit. You didn't yeah. have a suit that fits. I I just, you You're don't far- just go buy suits all the time. You my, needed yeah, a new suit.
0: My former suits were like, um, good grief, clown outfits. So uh, <laughs> I, I didn't actually want to wear that. So anyway, yes. Yeah, so I had to have that done. But a nice dark suit, bright tie. Um, and You know what's interesting is that we have to be aware, like in those contexts, that uh, if we would have gone out to a casual dinner with the university president, it would have been very casual, no formalities. But in this case. Uh, you know, you have to prepare ahead. So like, uh, where will we sit? What do you say? Uh, because it's all being recorded and there's, uh, there are videos and there is a, f- a photographer who's taking pictures and so everything is under a microscope. And so going into the set- a setting like that, you just don't go in like a, a, a foolish foreigner. You really have to think through and you have to examine a culture. And so that's what we ended up having to do mm-hmm. is like... Um, you know it was interesting to watch as we were walking around the campus before the signing ceremony took place, that you know we would walk into a uh, an elevator with our 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 people and our little entourage, so to speak, and it was interesting to watch, like you know, n- nobody would enter until they allowed me to enter, which mm-hmm. was kind of a cool thing. And then when I was with the president, it was the same thing there, like to extend that. So you just kind of observe these small things and you you make sure that um that uh, you're careful not. To uh, to violate in a very formal setting a uh, a protocol that they live by because uh, while while they're forgiving it shows respect uh, to them and their culture by just doing that so just you know walking onto an elevator walking down a hallway you know uh, who do you listen to who's giving you the tour and then um, you know finally sitting down with a president and making sure that you're seated in the right seat like what a massive mistake to just walk into a room and grab a seat and find out that's where the president of the university is supposed to be sitting. And um, and, and that's when you really look silly. That's so, embarrassing. Yeah. So really, you know, uh, mastering the details, um, it, it, um, it applies to everything in life, even to formal uh, meetings with high protocol. Yeah. Um, and it's just a reminder. That's a way to respect people, right? Yeah. By By doing that. So the small details of life, no matter where, always apply to us because small things do matter. Yeah. Big deal.
1: Yeah, I love that. That's a great example
0: yeah. of having
1: to pay attention to those small things that probably would fly over the, the head of most people That's right. if they're not thinking about this principle. But if you're thinking about this principle, okay, let's not neglect the small things. What's the small thing happening around me right now? Oh, this protocol, this situation, and you observe it and you act on it. So right. it's really good. Yeah. Okay, you wanna jump to the next yes, one? Yes, let's do it. Okay, in another episode, we talked about your life principle of dignifying the table, and uh, there's obviously some funny stories that go with that, and we've talked about them on the podcast episode, and you just got to go listen to it to hear that if you haven't listened yeah, to it. But, yeah. but what does that look like? What does it mean to dignify the table when you're traveling, you're
0: in another culture? Um, how did that play out for you on this trip? Right. Well, the next three principles that we're going to look at, I think all of them relate to hanging out with people— that we were actually going to see. like uh, So we have people globally in our company. Yeah. Um, they are working uh, all over the world. And, um, and many of them have been, through the pandemic, they've been isolated. Uh, they haven't been back to their passport country. Um, and so here they were um, in moments where we were able to take them out for a feast. And even the idea of feasting, right? Like the privilege that I have of of being able to say, let's go to a restaurant that you love and to spend time with them and to dignify them by even the the setting at a table. And so, you know, yesterday I was going through some of this with um, somebody that was on the trip with me. And um, and, and, and one of the reminders that came to us was that as we were talking about dignifying the table, was as we were sitting there eating, um, it was important to make a bigger deal about the people at the table than about the food at the table. You know, sometimes we get caught up in the meal itself and the appetizers that we enjoy and the feast that we're sharing. And all of a sudden, everything becomes about the food. Yeah. When seated around the table are people who have longed for presence, someone to be with them. And so um, I think one of the lessons of dignifying the table is that uh, the people who are there are more important the food you're eating, and I think we've lost that in our culture sometimes, especially when we think of the fad, fast food context. Yep. Like it's all about eating and running. Yeah, and so just taking the time to to let people feel like they've been seen and they've been heard, and you took time to know them better. Um, that's an act of dignifying the table. So that uh, that meant a lot to to me, in fact, because I could see the value of just dignifying them while we sat there, uh, making a big deal about them.
1: Yeah. And you're dignifying them in a sense of treating them to a meal uh, that maybe they don't get to treat themselves to very often. So, it's a way of showing dignity and saying... I want to take you to this nice meal right. or this nice restaurant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not letting that be the primary focus of it. Right. Exactly. But rather the people around the table. Yeah. Uh, becoming the focus of it. That's right. really cool. That's a that's a uh interesting twist or take on the dignify the table that we didn't talk about in that podcast that's episode. Right. So you should go back and listen to that podcast episode and then combine this with that. That's right. That, that's really yeah, cool. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Let's jump to the, ne- the next one. All right, We talked about um, walking with intention, which is often funny. We, the funny part of that podcast was we, we joke about how fast people might walk around the office or right. in, in an airport, but I like what uh, your observation from this trip. So
0: um, let's talk about that. What does walking with intention look like in this context of this trip? Right. I think the idea of walking with intention... It is about being intentional in life, so you know walking with intention that's i said it 's a good metaphor it 's something you point to like how do we walk how do we how do we live um, but Um, it also became how we behave. So as we're with these people, and again, many of them who have lived in isolation for 19, 20 months, they haven't been home. Uh, They're longing for someone who uh, speaks their own language. Um, The the idea of walking with intention there was to make the most of the time we had. In each location, we had one or two days with our our colleagues. And um, the idea there was like, if we only have one or two days with them, how can we be intentional yeah. in those times that we have with them so that um, no matter how tired we were, the jet lag we were experiencing, the cultural shock we might have been going through, it's the idea, this is not about me, it's about them. Yeah. And so to spend time intentionally with them, uh, recognize recognizing that intentionality then matters uh, because... Um, you've only been given a limited amount of time with them. By the way, that's a life principle, right? Mm-hmm. From birth to death, a limited amount of time. Yeah. So be intentional in how we live. And when we're with people, be intentional because it's a moment in time to be with people that we have relationships yeah. with. So that's that's how that played out in, yeah. in that setting there.
1: Yeah, I think that's awesome. I mean, I think that's the way to look at it, right? It's not, I, I think the the humor side of it is, joking about how fast people walk, right? Like that's yeah. that's not what it really means. No. What it really means is being intentional with exactly people. Right. So yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. Okay. The fourth one that we added. So the first three were kind of principles that you've had for a long time. And mm-hmm. then uh, based on some certain uh, uh, current life circumstances, we added this fourth one. We did a whole podcast episode on taking the long road home. Right. And that was a fun episode. Right. But what does that look like in this international trip? What does that mean to
0: take the long road home? Right. And I think the best way to describe that is lingering with purpose. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, the idea of taking the long road home is not to waste time. It's uh, it's not l- uh, lingering because of laziness, but it's lingering, taking a pause, slowing down um, uh, with, with a purpose behind it. And the purpose was really... You know the the value of the relationships that we had and to uh, to share it, and so you know lingering with purpose for us meant like let's embrace their lives. It was so much fun to embrace the lives of our colleagues and where they lived by walking the streets with them like uh, there was one setting in uh, in Tunisia where we spent the afternoon with one of our colleagues uh, as he just took us from neighborhood to neighborhood, showing us that, you know, this is where I walk every day. This is how I I, I walk to the place where I work. This is the walk back to my apartment and to spend time having uh, a a nice espresso or a latte in their home with them. Um, And so that's the idea of lingering with purpose. I mean, uh, you know, often we would we could we could argue. Well, there's other things I need to do. I've got shopping I need to do. <laughs> but reality is, lingering with purpose was embracing the lifestyle of the people that we love and we care for, letting us show or letting them show us their world, yeah. and their streets and their local environment, where they get their haircut, um, how they live, and so that was that idea of just pausing in the midst of a very busy, very busy schedule. To just say, show me your world, yeah. and we'll just we'll just take a pause. I want to see it. I want to embrace it. So yeah. lingering with purpose comes in a variety of ways. We can do that with our children. We can do that with our parents. We can do that with our friends, our neighbors, just to embrace the world that they live. Yeah,
1: I think that's that's really cool. I think it also links back to uh, dignifying the table, because even around that table, you're dignifying them by lingering. Uh, With a purpose for a little bit longer than maybe you would have, maybe thirty minutes or an hour longer around the table to hear more stories, hear more about their life. Right. So, anyway, I think
0: the yeah, and the point is time matters. Yeah, some of us are just too busy. Uh, to have time for people or to have time to engage in a life. And so I think, you know, that's, it's almost like a badge of honor we wear when somebody says, how are you doing? We always want to throw out, man, I am so busy. Uh, It's almost like a badge of honor and it shouldn't be. It should be a badge of shame sometimes that we're too busy for people. And and so that's the idea of lingering with a purpose to slow down and to embrace someone else.
1: Yeah, that's good. Okay, let's talk about um, when strangers become friends, because we did a whole podcast episode unpacking the theme of this exact podcast, where we say the world is our home, where strangers become friends, and friends become family. Right, right. So, let's talk about um, when you travel, this probably happens the most is strangers become friends, especially over time, you go back to the same
0: places. So how did you see that play out? Yeah. You know, John, there's a reminder I think we all have is that our lives look very different from other people, uh, not only in our own country, but our lives look very different from the lives that people live elsewhere. And so, um, uh, there's, there's so many differences with us that sometimes those differences become barriers. And so, uh, I think one of the lessons learned every time we travel internationally is that uh, one of the great needs of our life is to open up our lives to more friendships. Huh. Like, sometimes people feel like, you know, I'm, I'm saturated with friendships. I don't have... I'm, I'm so busy with work, and I've got a few friends that I'm busy with. But the reality is, the more we open ourselves up to people... And the more we open ourselves up to people who are not necessarily like us, the richer our lives become. And so instead of just being so narrow and, uh, so singular in a focus when it comes to friendships and relationships, opening ourselves up uh, to especially people who are different from us brings a wealth to our lives of of understanding and appreciating differences and who people are and how they're wired and 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 the makeup of their lives. So uh, again, this is an encouragement for us to just reach beyond our fences. Uh, go beyond our neighborhoods uh, engage those who are very different from us
1: yeah and you know we talked that that kind of links to uh last month's podcast where we had three international students on and we talked about their differences and, and just reaching out and being hospitable kind of links into that but you know speaking of being very very different um I've traveled with you to istanbul and and we have this great place that we like to go and uh where maybe this person's life couldn't be more opposite opposite than ours, but yet there's been a connection. I want you to tell that story. All right. So, the
0: story he's talking about, and actually, I love this. Uh, You know, in fact, one of the reasons I love traveling through Istanbul, if I have enough time to have a layover there, is to go down an alley, and at the end of that alley, uh, there's a barbershop. And in that barbershop are two Turkish brothers, and they don't speak a lick of my (laughs) language. They don't speak English at all. Um, but we have made it a habit, uh, many, many times to go in there, even if you don't need a haircut to let them cut your hair, um, and to let them, uh, do a very warm shave. And, uh, like, you know, for a couple of dollars, the value of that connection, um, is incredible. Not only do they pamper us, but beyond it, there's this crazy connection. And so it had been two years since that I'd been to Istanbul. And how fun was it? I mean, it was, it was crazy fun to walk down that alley again, to turn the corner, and our eyes connected. And immediately, he remembered me, huh. uh, the, the, the barber in particular who always does my, my haircut there. And there was this warm exchange of our look, um, and I motioned about coming back, and we kind of arranged a time for me to come back, uh, n- not through the language we spoke, but just through the gestures we offered to each other. And there was a sense of excitement on his part, a sense of excitement on my part. And even though we didn't speak the same language, um, there was just uh, just a, it's a wonderful thing because he's human, yeah. and he's a person. and he's a father. And um, he's got burdens, he's got needs, he's making a living. And to connect at that level, uh, I, I really a- actually believe the guy would protect me. Uh, the guy wants to do me uh, the best that he can do. Um, and, and there's that friendship that we share beyond just being strangers, even though um, we don't speak the same language. Now, no. Granted, when we speak the same language, we can go deep. Yeah. Uh, and I understand that. But... Boy, isn't there something wonderful about have, having that connection with someone so different from me, yet so much like me. Right. Um, a simple connection over a haircut and a shave um, and hanging out together and um, and being with each other. So, So, yeah, you know, with a lack of language, a lack of depth and yet still so much in common, so much similar. I mean, truthfully, if if he moved to this part of the world, I'd have him into my home, and he'd be a part of <laughs> yeah. of our family Yeah, uh, in spite of the differences. Yeah.
1: I think it's a, we have a lot of these stories, but this one happened on this particular trip, and I think it's a good example of a stranger becoming a friend. Right. And you don't speak the same language, but I've been to that barber with you, and he kind of lights up. His brother lights up. You know, they run across the alleyway to the tea shop across. Yes. They they bring us tea, uh, just to kind of show honor or dignity right. back to right. us. And um, it's just a really cool example of that strangers becoming friends. Right. And and you know, just the way we talk about him like this. I'd love to know what he tells his family or his oh, yeah. friends
0: That'd be fascinating.
1: about these crazy Americans that come visit him every time they're in town. You know? Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> he probably says, man, they tip well. Anyway, <laughs> but I, I would say there's probably a lot more that they talk about. Too, yeah, so. yeah, And I think the reminder, John, is this, that um, uh, while uh, our, our languages can separate us to a certain degree, there is a human connection we have with people. Yeah, And so we have to do our part in connecting to humanity. Uh, people just like us uh, in whatever ways are possible. It's hard work sometimes, but connecting to humanity is valuable. Yeah. Okay. On this trip, I know you
1: had kind of a big, uh, what's the overarching theme that you kind of walked away with from this trip?
0: You know what? Okay, John, here's what hit me. There is a power of presence. Yeah. Like we've done Zoom, we've (laughs) done FaceTime, we have connected via technology, and all of it's been fantastic. I was going to
1: say, I like to say we've done it well. We've, we've done been very, it very well. We've walked with
0: intention with what we've had. Yes. Right? And we had to, yes. right? We didn't have any necessity. other choices. Yeah. 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 We didn't have any other choice. We had to do it via technology. But I'll tell you, here's what I learned. Um, that technology, even though it is so fantastic and is so helpful in so many ways, um, it cannot replace uh, the power of presence. I've often joked uh, with my family, like, I don't mind connecting on FaceTime, I don't mind um, connecting via Zoom, but on my deathbed, be with me, like, because there's something powerful about being together. And that's what we experienced on this trip, in our meetings, uh, in our our times of uh, dining, in our walks in the street, uh, being there And pushing the pause button without being hurried, not confined to a one-hour slot on a Zoom scheduled call, Um, there's nothing quite like presence. And so I think, you know, for all of us and for everyone out there, um, don't underestimate what it means to be with someone. Being with people is a massive deal. Yeah. Yeah that's so, awesome yeah well as we we wrap this thing up we have a couple of
1: uh announcements going forward and um and then tim i'll let you yeah. sort of give some closing words at the end if you want but i think yeah. there's been a really fun recap taking this trip and and then applying every episode of this podcast to this trip to kind right. of show you know this isn't just stuff we we come up with off, t- off the top of our head we try to live it we try to yeah we try to it's put, real we try to integrate this yes. into our life it's yeah. real yeah so okay so good news and bad news um Bad news is uh, this is the end of season one. Yes. Isn't that fun? Crazy to think season one has come yeah. to an end. That's the good news. We made yeah. it through season one. That, oh,
0: that. I love it, John. <laughs> We've done it, man. Together. We did it.
1: This was really fun. So we're going to take a pause, uh, wrap up. We're going to call this the end of season one, and we're going to take the month of December off. And yes. then we're going to come back strong in January right. with season two of the podcast. So yeah. we're really looking forward to that. We have some great things that we want to try to integrate into the podcast. Uh we want to look at some some books and some other podcasts that are about global thinking. We want to put yes. those in here. We want to interview more people. We want yeah. to get some of these colleagues that you talk about right. that are living around the world, get their take on what it's like to think global and right. and, and apply the theme of this podcast where Wow, how has the world become your home and how have strangers become friends and how have those friends become family? So right. we're going to talk to more people. We're going to banter and have fun a little bit more than we have. And we want to do some questions and answers from people who are listening. Right. So that's kind of going to be a new thing in the next season. So if you want to do that, you can go to letsthinkglobal.com Uh, We'll put that like in the show notes of the podcast, but letsthinkglobal.com. And then if you click on the contact button, which is in the far top right, and then on that next page, you'll see the instructions to like leave us a voicemail. I think that would be fun. Oh, that'd be great to hear from them. Yeah. We want to hear from you. Like we could have said, oh, email us, but we want to hear from you. So if you go to letsthinkglobal.com, click on contact at the top and then follow the instructions to leave us a voicemail. We want to answer some questions on the podcast, right? And those those
0: potentially become an entire podcast. Absolutely, like great ideas uh, will spawn other great ideas, yeah. and we can we can actually follow up on that. By the way, don't let me forget. I'm going to be back in Istanbul in the end of November. Okay, remind me to take a picture of my barber friend. Okay. And Done. we'll let our. We'll put it on your Instagram. We'll put it
1: on my Instagram. and okay. we'll Let people see so go f- the people we're talking so about. So, to get ready for that, if you don't already follow Tim at TD Global, TD Global, we'll put that in the show notes Fantastic. as well. as well. So, yeah. um, anyway, all right. So, that's kind of my little bit of housekeeping. Did I forget anything?
0: No, you've got it, man. I nailed it. All right. You nailed it. Final words, Tim. Hey, all right. Let's wrap this up. Hey, folks, uh, thank you for being a part of this. Uh, it's been fun to hear from a lot of you. Thanks for your emails. Thanks for your positive feedback. We do appreciate it. We'd love to hear from more, more of you. Um, and uh, I'm mindful that as we begin uh, November, that we're coming up into some holiday celebrations. Um, and those are amazing moments not just to celebrate um, for the fun of it ourselves, but to celebrate it with people, Uh, people that otherwise you might not get to know, uh, strangers that are waiting to become your friend and where friends are waiting to become a part of your family. So yes, let's uh, utilize those moments to, to celebrate and to enjoy what it means to think global. Anyway, this is Tim Davis with Jonathan Smith. Uh, We're wrapping this up uh, on our podcast, Think Global, where strangers become friends, friends become family, and the world is our home. We'll see you next time.